Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, the weekly survey of news in the Philadelphia Archdiocese. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with Matt Gambino, the editor of CatholicPhilly.com, and we're taking a look at this week's top stories. Thanks for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, and once again, it's great to welcome back our very busy editor, Matt Gambino. Second week in a row with you in the studio, Matt. This could be a trend. Thank you, Gina. I'm happy to be here again. We're happy to have you. We are also welcoming back another familiar face. Father Thomas Daly is the John Cardinal Foley Chair of Homiletics and Social Communications at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philadelphia. Father Daly, always good to have you in front of the mic. Always happy to be here. Thanks, Gina. Now, many of us know that Pope Francis is an active social media user with multiple Twitter and Instagram accounts. He's also very gracious about appearing in selfies, but it may surprise our listeners to know that the Catholic Church has celebrated something called World Communications Day since 1967. That's well before personal computers and cell phones. And in fact, Pope Francis has just announced the theme for next year's celebration, which will focus on the Internet. Father Daly, we're hoping you can help us get connected here by telling us more about what this day means to the church. Happy to do so. My first question is this. Why have a World Communications Day? The day itself was called for by the Second Vatican Council, the only day called for by the Second Vatican Council, to celebrate around the world uh, the importance of communications. After all, the Word was made flesh, and the Word is what we share. So communications is central to the mission of the Church, and it is celebrated around the world the Sunday after Pentecost. Although in the U.S. it's not officially celebrated, but there are various programs and things to recognize the importance of that communications. Now, this year's theme. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? I'd mentioned that it was about the internet, but it's actually very interesting the way Pope Francis explains this. Yes, each year the Pope writes a message for World Communications Day. The theme is announced in September on the Feast of the Archangels, the patron saints of radio. The message is published in January on the Feast of St. Francis de Sales, the patron saint of writers, and then the day is celebrated in May or June, depending on when Pentecost is. This is very intentional. Very much so. And the theme that the Holy Father announced for this year is entitled, quoting from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, we are members of one another. And then the focus is from network community to human communities. And I believe what the Pope is driving at is the importance of recognizing not simply the technological capability of connecting people, which we are certainly well aware of, but how important it is to try to build a community among people and between peoples, even online. Father Tom, in that official language from the Vatican announcing the theme, it talked about the metaphor of the internet as a community of solidarity, which is kind of a lengthy way of saying it's uh, implying the construction of an us. And it's based on listening to the other, on dialogue, and on the responsible use of language. And as you know, sometimes the language is not used responsibly Mm -hmm. on social media. Could you talk about kind of the power of words to perhaps not keep us in tribes, my tribe and my people Mm -hmm. and our ideas against those other people and their Mm -hmm. ideas. Could you talk a little bit about that? Certainly. The power of the media, both as a plus and minus, you know, the plus side is we can connect with anybody around the world and with multiple people, continuing circles of connections, lots of friends we can have on the internet. 
The difficulty, however, is that in a sense, those connections are faceless. That's to say there is not a person sitting in front of me like you are now that I'm talking to online. And so it becomes very easy, especially if it's anonymous communication, to just type in and post and say whatever I want, whatever comes to mind or whatever I feel without the filters and the framework and the the face of the person sitting across from me. It's very easy, for instance, to criticize someone who's not in the room because I don't have to deal with that person. And communicating online facilitates that in some ways. So this idea of building a community that the Pope is calling for is to recognize first and foremost that there are real people involved. We talk about it as virtual reality, but it's not. It's very real because there are very real human beings on the other end, if you will. And very real effects. Absolutely. As as we see from cyberbullying and fake news. Absolutely. And in addition, because we can't interact with the person visually, we don't know how what we are saying is taken. It can easily be misunderstood or mistaken. And so the constant recognition that I'm dealing with another real live human being is the foundation for this, this creation of an us and the responsible use of language. Would I say to the person's face what I am typing and posting? That's the question. It's a good question because I think we often would not say those sorts of things. But I think a lot of what these comments do is they reinforce me and my gang, my folks, our viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And building a community means recognizing the other person's viewpoint and emphasizing the dignity of the human person. The church always gets back to the the person in community. Very much so. And the idea of the network communities being different from a real community lies right there in the sense that we build our networks around our shared commonalities. But real community involves differences. Do you think, too, Father, that some of what is at work here is a sense of take control of this gift of media, of social media, and don't let it just be some juggernaut that you are at the service of rather than it serving you? Is that part of the Pope's intention here? I certainly think so. Certainly his being active online is an attempt to do that. I think it's critical for us as communicators to make our presence online part of our effort at evangelization by our presence, by our words, by the connections we make, by the messages we share. How do we make this real? In the pew. How do we get this from the Pope to the pew? Is this kind of a statement for the record? Are there specific pastoral steps that we should be taking to implement this message? Well, certainly uh, the good things that you do here at Catholic Philly do that. And are You're welcome model. anytime and, with and remarks are, like that. <laughs> certainly it's a model of that, the way parishes communicate between pastors and parishioners or among the groups in a parish. At every level of church communications, we can take and implement the ideas in these messages that we celebrate. And just model it in the way we even interact with each other online. Certainly. And even talking about how we talk to one another online is critical. All right. Father, always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you. We hope you come back again, especially Um, since you praised (laughs) CatholicPhilly.com. No transparency and communication. We'd have you back anyway. Thank you. All the best. God bless. God bless. And for more on these and other stories in local, national, and world news, as well as features on sports and culture, visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, and until next time, may God bless and keep you.
This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com. Funding for CatholicPhilly.com comes from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and from readers and listeners like you. Support excellence in Catholic journalism. Visit CatholicPhilly.com and click on Make a Donation.